Welcome to Project Comedy, a podcast by and for military veterans doing stand-up comedy, turning military banter into quality stand-up comedy acts. We might be veterans, but our comedy aims to get everybody laughing. One of the most common comments we get from people thinking about getting into stand-up comedy is that they're worried that their sense of humour is probably inappropriate for a paying audience. And we all know what service and veteran humour is like. They often ask us where the line is and how do we measure where that line is? That sometimes moves into questions about what we can't joke about for woke or political reasons. Regular listeners to the podcast will know that Project Comedy has a pretty simple rule about this. You can joke about anything. It's how you tell the joke. Forget politics and progressive agendas. Look at what the joke actually does. A great way to examine your material is to use punching up and punching down models. Punching up is good. Punching down is bad. So how does that work and how do you apply it to your material? As usual, I'm joined by Gabriel Murphy. Punching is his middle name. Just look at the damage he's inflicted when he did MMA. Jamie Johnson, the man with the best coming up gag we know of on the circuit. Sean Morris, the man that fails to put the order into post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm Jay Saunders. I have so many ups and downs, I make bipolar look like a Victorian tea party. Plus to add a little bit of spice to the episode, we're starting a new feature to the podcast. We're going to close off with a roast battle. This week, we have Gabe versus Sean, almost a father and son of darkness affair. And Jamie and I get to judge who wins the battle. Good evening, gents. How the fuck are you? Good evening. I'm grand. I'm not so bad, actually. I'm not so bad. <laughs> and one day, we might actually video record this. People have got no idea how I got through that intro because, bless Gabe, he decided he was going to start with punching down and showing me his intimate parts as I was trying to get through the intro. So thank you so much for that, mate. Uh, that's my bonus for this episode. It's because you said material. I did not show you my intimate parts. They were very public. <laughs> <laughs> so in this one, we're talking punching up and punching down. Who wants to take us through what that means to the uninitiated? Uh, I believe with me being as uh, politically correct as I am, I think yes, course, I, should, I should run with it. So <laughs> my understanding of punching up and punching down is that punching up is, is perfectly acceptable because they fucking deserve it. And um, punching down is basically um, whilst Whilst making lewd and, and fun comments of people who or of groups that are kind of under the cosh at the minute. Yeah. It's um it's done in a funny way as opposed to just people who just can't defend themselves at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tidy little measure, isn't it? Because so many people will turn around to us and go, oh, you can't be sexist, you can't be racist, mm. all that sort of stuff. Well, actually, you can joke about gender and you can talk about um, those sort of issues. It's, it's what's the intent of the joke, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's that point of if somebody can take the joke, that's brilliant. Punching up. People in power, people that have more rights than most people, you punch up, take the piss out of them. That's, that's the entire point of political satire. 
you can take the piss out of politicians because they've got more power over us. But why are you going to be sexist? Actually, you know, women do have a problem in the workplace. They do still fight these sort of things. So why are you conforming to that stereotype? If the intent of a joke is to hurt somebody, that's punching down. Yeah. Would that be a fair way to say that's what punching down is? It's probably a better way of saying But equally, it doesn't stop you from telling a joke, though, does it? it? It's literally have a look at the joke and see if there is a way to bring it into a modern era where you're not punching down on, I hate to use the term, but an oppressed minority or people that don't have as much voice as other people around you. You know, This is a classic episode, isn't it? We've got you know four white males talking about punching up and punching down but it doesn't stop you from being a decent human being having a bit of hey hang on according to the commitments we're the blacks of europe so you can fuck right <laughs> off you bloody irishman you bloody irishman i was going to say for this episode um i clearly identify as an apache gunship so address me as such <laughs> hi fuck damn gabe do you know what yeah i know bet we'll come to that because we've made a list <laughs> We'll have a look at some things and go, right, when you're looking at these particular elements, what would be a good punching up gag? What would be, a yeah, but what would you avoid on punching down? Who wants to take one of those subjects and start off? Because you've, you've had a I look at I can do it. This. Go for it, big boy. I <laughs> See, everyone thinks that we like to take the piss out of Rishi Shunak because he's a cunt. Mm-hmm. Punch up. Yep. It's not. It's because he's Asian. Punch down. Yep. <laughs> I um, have you ever seen um, Nish Kumar's uh, podcast? Uh, he does a political yeah, podcast. A little bit. I've not seen it. I've heard it. Uh, he also releases it on YouTube as well as it being um, an audio one. And he was doing a big thing about Rishi fairly recently going... Dreams were ignited for so many Asian people in the country. We've ended up with our first of ever Asian prime minister. Absolutely stunning. Fantastic. He's just proven to be an absolute tosspot. So Rishi going down that line, that's one thing. We, I think we're entitled to do that. Going, it wasn't excited to see that, but bloody hell, we could turn it around going, but he's ended up being whiter than the biggest racist white cunt we've ever seen. Rwanda flights, stopping the boats, what have you. Now, that's going back to punching up. We're not punching against um, his colour or the origins of his family. We're punching up to his power over the people around. That's how you differentiate those two, isn't it? Didn't he allegedly punch down in PMQs recently? Yeah, yeah. Um... Should we save that for when we actually start talking? Because I think you know, one we'll have to talk about, because I know it's, especially in the veterans community, people can get really, really heightened when we start talking about trans issues. So should we just hold that for a second? Because I think there's something really important we need to say about it. Sorry, yeah. Gabe, what were you saying, mate? Um, a mate of mine I used to know when I was a paramedic, um, he got approached by the BMP and asked if he would like to join the BMP. And just for shits and giggles, he was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll crack on. And he was there for a good half an hour trying to recruit him. And he says, uh, Grand, uh, so can I take your name? He goes, yeah, it's Davud Moatamedi. <laughs> oh, beautiful. The fellow was half, um, beautiful. I think he was Iranian or Iraqi. Right. Yeah, you know, half, half, either way. Yeah. 
Is this over the phone, like game? Sorry, is this, this over the phone? No, 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 face to face. Dav, he didn't overly look Asian. He kind of looked like a, a little bit like the uh, the bad fella of uh, Stingray, you know, with the big <laughs> <laughs> Just looked like you know, one of his family members owes a spray tanning company. No, no, he, but even then, he, he wasn't like he, to, to walk past him, you'd have thought he was just a white fella, but. You know, obviously he's mixed mixed race, isn't he? So, I'm going to twist a story here because, because um, yeah, obviously we're white fellas. Okay, Gabe's Irish. And that's sort of like a a different break, and it's a point I want to come back to in a minute. Hang on, are Irish people not white? No, 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 no. But you're still <laughs> European. We're no longer allowed to call ourselves European now. Thanks very much, the Tories. Yeah. Um, that's I remember an absolute amazing... I'm twisting this story and explaining why I'm twisting the story. Um, one of my mates from university, Nigerian descent, um, black as black can be, absolutely fantastic. We had a great relationship. We were out for a couple of beers one night and I said to him, look, we, we've often talked, spoke about race because I'd seen him subject to racism and what have you. And I said to him, is there any advantage, any advantage to being a black man in the UK? He said, it's only one. Do you want to see it? I said, yeah, fair enough, mate. And just as we're walking through the pub, he sees this guy and goes, Dave, Dave, I haven't seen you in fucking years. How are you keeping? And this bloke goes, uh, beg your pardon? Because Dave, Dave, we used to go to secondary school together. Sorry, I'm not Dave. I'm a different bloke. Oh, I'm so sorry. And as he wanders away, he goes, you white fellas all look the same to me. <laughs> I have twisted that story to put myself in the first person. I, I didn't actually witness that. He told me that. And that's what we do as a comedian. You twist it so you can bring the relevance and bring the connection. But he told me that he had actually done it in a nightclub one night when this guy had been toxically racist to him. It just makes it into a better gag. But that's a great punching up joke. A genuine thing that happened to me... Um... I was working on a construction site and like it was all about the time where Brexit had happened and it was coming into fruition and stuff like that. A load of these fellas, because I was working this like lift thing called a hoist, and a load of the fellas would come in and just go, oh, all these fucking Europeans coming around taking our jobs and all this. <laughs> it was like, mate, you know I'm Irish, don't you? It was like, yeah. And all these fucking Europeans come around taking our job. <laughs> you know, Islanders in Europe. The <laughs> <Yeah>. UK's <laughs> in Europe, it's just not part of the union. Hey, loads, loads of them were just going We did, we did, oh, we did yeah. just we disconnect the Wi-Fi and sail off into the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> but there were, there were loads of them were like that. Oh, yeah, but we don't mean like Irish people. We just mean everyone else who just can't speak British. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, ah, uh, so you know, you're still you know, referring to you, the correct words anymore. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Now, so you've got the punching down is kind of where you want to pick on, or well, where you don't want to pick on uh, <laughs> people that are under the protected characteristics or essentially what in the UK would, what would constitute a hate crime. Yeah, that's a good, nice, nice starting point, isn't it? So annoying because they're the funniest things. No, no, no. But this is the point, though. You can still tell jokes <laughs> about it, but this is what we're going into. It's sort of like um, we're performers, which means we're going to be in the public arena. We're going to be saying stuff. And there is a law about hate crimes and hate speech. 
If you understand what those protected categories are, then you're just going to be making sure that you're punching up. You can still tell quality gags about it, but you're going to be doing it in a punching up way rather than punching down, aren't you? That's that's the only reason we're going to those protected categories, isn't it? Yeah, as long as you're as long as you're keeping the funny going without the hurt. So let's go through those. The CPS, so Crime Prosecution Service, declares that there are five protected um, categories. So these are the five things could, could get you into trouble if you did it the wrong way in terms of a hate crime. And they are race, religion, disability, sexual orientation, and transgender identity. I bet so many people are thinking veterans. That means they've lost every one of their gags because it's the five things they automatically assume that servicemen and veterans hate in every single way. But it couldn't be further than the truth, because we've all worked with people that fit into one of those you know, one of those categories, haven't we? Or more than one. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I hate lesbians because they take all the fit women. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? When I was when I was a young single man at the very beginning of my career, I spent a bit of time with um, it's before I did my main job with them. But I spent a bit of time around the Royal Signals, and uh, there were they had more than their fair share of really look, good looking girls. But it turned out they were all lesbian, and it really fucking annoyed me. Now that is punching up. That's a great punching up joke to end up going in that direction that you can turn around and take you know, somebody's sexual um, orientation and turn it into the positive. Is why do all the lesbians steal the really good-looking women? It's really depressing to an old shit like me. That's how you end up playing the gag, so it's working for that group rather than against them, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because you're supposed to be a comedian telling jokes. You're not there to basically start a, a uh, maybe a rally that might end up in a very large building. You're not Trump. In America. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is where some comedians get into trouble or first-timers might get into a trouble that they actually think that stand-up comedy is there for them to get their political views of the world and try and convince other people to start thinking like them? Is that where you run into the problem with this? Well, I mean, that's my agenda. <laughs> Your agenda is to make everybody think like you, Gabe. Yeah. So we Ooh, all need to start great, MMA, drink more red wine, and just have oh. a fucking good drink. That's yeah. better than what I was going to say. <laughs> so what what would your agenda be then, Sean? Oh, no. I, I was saying related to what Gabe... I said, no, no Gabe was going to solve the population crisis by making everyone yep. else want to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. For number one, there wouldn't be any nonsense because I fucking hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Saying that child, child murderers would probably be up. <laughs> You've you enabled us to segue into something that's very important to us because I've had, well, I got basically, I got turned away from a gig because of this once. Um, we're quite unique acts in the fact that we've all suffered trauma and ended up with mental health issues due to military service, etc. And I got cancelled from a gig because they turned around and said, no, your material is too dark and inappropriate for an audience. Because I was talking, you know, because I gag about having PTSD, having gone through suicide attempts and blah, blah, blah. Some people will turn around and say, that's punching down. 
it sure as hell is not because anybody that's seen my material i make light of it and try and make awareness for these kind of issues but a lot of people will try and get offended on somebody else's behalf and that's where you can save yourself by thinking look at my joke am i punching down no i can be self-deprecating and raise awareness that's different from punching down me and sean are completely gutted that we're never going to gig in gospel <laughs> and and gosport is the weaker for not having you but then again there's only one gig in gosport so <laughs> and there can be this assumption as well with a serviceman that um i don't know if you boys have ever encountered it in town i i have unfortunately uh when we go to religion i mean religious jokes are brilliant jamie tells some gabe tells some they're absolutely brilliant you know seeing as you're both lapsed um catholics and what have you uh but people will automatically assume that we're all going to be anti-Islam, literally because of the theatres of war we've gone into. Yes, we've been into some nasty places, but not 100% of that has been driven because people are Muslim. I, I would like to think we've got a pretty great tolerance for, or sorry, not tolerance, but an understanding of what is good and what is bad. Some people are great Christians. Some people are wankers. Some people are great Muslims. Some people are fucking wankers. That's where you you drive the, the difference, isn't it? There is one and only one thing that I am anti. I'm just anti-dickhead. And that's a fair place to play in it. Honestly, it's the only thing I'm against. Like anyone, anyone can have their own thoughts, their own beliefs their own their own shit they have a fucking wank to on the internet as long as no one gets hurt and, and it's you know deemed legal i don't give a shit outside of that do you guys think you could write a good muslim joke i'm loving i'm loving the fear in everybody's eyes I, no because <laughs> i i so the thing is, I'm not gigged yet, so technically it wouldn't be classed as career suicide, but <laughs> <laughs> my joke would be the bomb. It's what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see, I could I could go down the terrorist line and say, like, ah, oh, it's kind of you know, the, the Asians are taking the mantle there. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they've stolen the Irish thunder, haven't they? <laughs> you know, it was like we had we had that cornerstone of the market. We yeah. were there. That was yeah. us. And now everyone's just jumping on the fucking bandwagon and pissing me off. But <laughs> uh, annoyingly, the only thing that I could ever think of is um, how weird is it for um, all these people who who do all these, you know, suicide bombs and stuff like mm -hmm. that, thinking that they're going to get 40 virgins to go up there and find out that they're gay. <laughs> or even worse, the 40 virgins are all 105 years of age. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, I mean, and I, I think I could do something with it because turn around and, you know, every, you know if you could turn around and say you're going to do a Muslim joke, Yes, the room's suddenly going to get nervous. What's the way of punching up? Because I don't have the fucking dedication. You, I, I can't clean up my boat twice a day after cooking. How the fuck are you expecting me to have the discipline to pray five times a day? They are more dedicated to that shit than I could ever possibly be. There are ways to look at 
challenge the stereotype. To be fair, as a kid, I thought I thought Ramadan was an arcade game. <laughs> and that's a lovely joke. That's a lovely Muslim joke that it doesn't cause any harm, does it? No, I've got a couple of Muslim friends. They're all great. One thing that always confuses me is like, you know how in um, Brunei and United Arab, the United Arab Emirates and stuff yep. like that, um, the guy, uh, the girl has to walk so far behind the guy. Uh, in certain countries, yeah. How far behind the guy does she have to walk before the guy behind her? Picks up on the fact that he's walk, you know, he you know, he's walking behind her. You know, <laughs> does does that mean Kuwait has the quietest streets ever known to man? Because nobody can step out to the road and fuck. I'm going to be too close to that woman, right, Mrs. <laughs> we got a ten minute delay to get to Aldi because there's too many people in front of us. Right, hey, hey, who the fuck are you walking with, right? Because my <laughs> I've been waiting five years for my missus to catch up. <laughs> Do you know what? If we introduced that on Oxford Street, we'd all be able to get from one end to the other so much fucking faster than we currently do. Well, this is why I love like Japan. Like Japan, everyone walks on the left. Mm -hmm. And uh, lo like loads of things in Japan just wouldn't work here because, I mean, you see uh, a no entry sign and people want to fucking drive down it let alone walk down it <laughs> but like over in japan it's like uh you walk on the left you wait till the fucking green man comes on even if there's no cars you don't yeah. walk and eat your food yeah but oh uh, yeah you don't walk don't walk and eat your food if you have a cold wear a face mask mm -hmm. you've just reminded me of a classic punch up that if you do it too much can come a punch down and it's very common in british comedy and that's americans you're taking the piss out of americans now and then some sometimes you'll have an american in your audience. not all americans why are is that punching down that. they deserve it yeah i'm not saying this <laughs> a lot of america does because it is <laughs> punching up it is punching up but be aware that you may have an american in the audience and i saw a beautiful one when i was doing um uh, the uh, the loft at king's and he was taking the piss out of this American, uh, out of Americans. And this guy turned around and went, I'm American. He went, go on, mate, have a go back. And he goes, it wasn't for us. You'd all be speaking German. And without a beat, this comedian turned around and he went, and if it wasn't for us, you'd be speaking Japanese. But <laughs> And it was just, and he had to go, fuck, I wasn't ready for that. And it made him laugh. And it suddenly turned it from a punch down to a punch up in a beautiful little Heckle put down. One of one of the funniest Americans that I can think of is uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Because I of his Mexican extraction. <laughs> um, did you hear about the time that he gigged over in India? No, go on. Yes. So he's talking about this time where he gig gigged out in India and um, in the front row, someone's laughing really weirdly. Mm -hmm. So Marcel gives, you know, he's like, mate, I didn't touch this. It's all for you. So Marcel, um, so Fluffy comes out and he hears these guys like laughing <laughs> like that. And um, apparently, it like a Jimmy Carr wannabe. It turns out to be 
um, some German lads. And at the time, he's going on saying, like, uh, Mexicans quite like Indians because, you, mm. know, you know, we have all this thing. We like Fanta. You like Fanta. Mm-hmm. And then these Germans just jump up and go, hey, what do we like? <laughs> and he's like, uh, you know, I don't really want to go there. And he's like, hey, fat man, what do we like? And he's like, mate, I'm I'm going to be annoyed if you carry on calling me fat man and all this. <laughs> and, then he, <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, but what do we like? <laughs> and he goes, all right, I've had enough. The blood of Jews. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, then, and, and then ironically, like, on the flight home, uh, they get redirected and they're getting, uh, they're getting the flight home by Lufthansa. Oh, <laughs> mate. And Marcel's there by Fluffy and um, the hostess comes down the line and says, does anybody want a drink? And Marcel's like, oh, <laughs> I think he's a genius. Uh, he is the man that's actually been able to show how you punch up. How you punch up. Yeah. Jay, your, your internet is like my mum's appreciation for me. <laughs> yeah, he's frozen. Jay's frozen. And while we wait for our glorious leaders to come back, here's how you can get involved in Project Covers. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to join Project Comedy? The reality is, it couldn't be much simpler. All you have to do is get on the internet and find your way over to the Project Recce website. That's Project, yeah, the word Project Recce, as in R E C C E dot org, O R G. Have a look in the upper right hand corner, click on the menu and click on Project Comedy. Scroll down there a bit and you'll find a link that says Apply Now. That will send an email to one of our ambassadors. If you're even more bored, scroll down a little further and you'll actually see a couple of our ambassadors making tits of themselves on the stand-up comedy stage. Nonetheless, just click on the link, get in contact and you can be as funny as you want to be. So, MPMQs, Richie Sunak. Oh, yeah. Punching up or punching down? What what the thoughts, guys? Punching down. Just to recap recap for people that may not have been watching PMQs. Or and me. So, basically, it's conf- we, we have a confrontational political system. So, on PMQs, it's basically who's going to get the best line in between the leaders of the two main parties. And Richie Sunak was having a go at Keir Starmer for u-turning on a lot of stuff um and his final i'm using their quotes because this is this is an audio podcast his last joke was uh, saying that keir starmer has u-turned his decision on what it takes to be a woman and at that stage the young transgender girl that was murdered recently her mother was yeah yeah um, I'll let you guys start then. Punching up or punching down? Definitely down. 
It it was trying to make a political point, wasn't it? And it's sort of like it's so. But for the people at home, it's so bad. Gabe's walked off. I I did agree with Keir Starmer. I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but when he turned around and said, "Today of all days to do that, this week of all weeks to do that," when Rihanna's mum is in the Commons, do you know I, the one thing that triggered me the most is that most people have said like they've tried to turn this round to Keir. Mm-hmm. Saying like, oh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have made such a fuss about it. No, he fucking should have made a fuss about it. Stand up, point out when someone's being a fucking knobhead. It's that stupid part of remember who our politicians are. Yeah, they are there to represent the people of yeah. this country. And the mother of a murdered transgender girl was in to talk about the issues that trans kids are going through and curious and and rishi sunak thought that was an appropriate joke i honestly don't give a shit about uh, like if anyone if any one person is in the audience to to represent something that has a deep and meaningful thing towards them don't joke about it, especially in a fucking politician's you know, forum. You know, if you go to a comedy club, it's different. You can joke about anything. Yeah. But, you know, like, can you imagine, like, if a policeman turned up to, like, a murder and just went, uh, killed the room here, didn't I? <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. You know, you just wouldn't accept it. And it's I suppose this is why it really annoyed me is the fact that they're having this conversation of why he was right to say that and he's right not to apologise. If any of us had told that joke on a stage, if any professional comedian had told that joke on a stage, people would be calling for them to get cancelled and maybe rightly. My my one and only criticism of it is Keir, Keir should have turned around, looked up at her and said, on behalf of the Prime Minister... I'm sorry. Yeah. Because that that would have fucking annihilated them. And let's flip yeah. it on its head. You can tell trans jokes. You mm. can tell trans jokes. Yeah. It's, again, turn it from a punch down to a punch up. Um, I'm trying to write a new set at the moment about how boring I am. And you know, no wonder I don't have a partner because I am so fucking boring. So I'm going through the entire list of LGBTQIA to go through it. The instant thing I was thinking about doing for trans was, you know, but I would toy with the idea of trans except for two things. One, I don't have the courage to chop me willy off because I like it too much. And two, I can't afford the pay cut. <laughs> And then you, what you're doing is turning into a double layer punch up. Because what you're actually there doing, you're not criticizing somebody for being trans. Actually, it takes a lot of courage to change your identity publicly. And then you're also doing a second punch up to the gender pay gap. That you know, Just because it's trans doesn't mean you can't tell a joke about it. You just do a joke that's in the right fashion. It's like I'm, uh, I'm immensely proud of my daughter because she's absolutely gorgeous she dropped mm -hmm. down beautiful however because she's a lesbian that's taken away 50 percent of my fucking porn hub searches 
<laughs> for fear that she's performing. <laughs> Just in case. That's the kind of guy I am, honestly. It's, it's like uh, the whole nonsense thing with, with Isabel. You do need to clarify that just before we yeah, get cancelled. Please, cancel clarify. Game. please, please clarify before we get a cancelled request. I'm fully DPS checked. I carry that <laughs> shit in my back pocket like it's a fucking shield. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a decent fella. I'm just hanging around with this eight year old in hopes that her mum will give me a blowjob. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. <laughs> What I wanted to chuck into the mix was uh, disability, um, because it's bad. Well, that was exactly the <laughs> one I wanted to go into, mate. Because do you remember? No, this is going back yeah. a while, and it's this is word. It's that thing about um, not yeah. You, know, you have to self-judge this stuff. Don't necessarily automatically listen to the rules given you. I had written this joke about you. Know, why do I have my assistance dog? Simple answer is because I'm disabled. Um, I was talking to the guy that booked me about this particular gig, and I told him the punchline. And the punchline was basically, oh, people often turn around to me and go, well, you don't look disabled. And I turned around and went, well, I'm so glad I don't look like a spastic. Would you like me to go and lick an occasional window? And he went, you can't say that. You can't say spastic. You cannot say spastic. Sorry, that is massively punching down. And it, it rocked me for a while. I went, fuck it, I'm going to try it, because this is my lived experience. People have treated me that way. People have you know, wanted to do that. Does he take sugar in his tea? So I went out, told the gag. It absolutely landed. The entire room is killing themselves. And this guy came up to me afterwards and went, I stand corrected. You can tell that joke. There was no harm inflicted in it whatsoever. So even this very experienced guy was there going, actually, it's down to your intent and the way you've shaped your gag. That spacker is the wrong word. Retarded is the wrong word. If you're using it to punch down, absolutely, it's the wrong word. But if you use it to punch up, it can be a beautiful, defining word. I think the only other one is like a, a stereotype um, scenario. So like Irish people uh only goes to laying roads, mm -hmm. drinking, drinking beer, and fucking women. So, <laughs> well, you got the, you've got the classic. You've, you've, you I missed remember... out. You missed out the other stereotypes about them being either gypsies or IRA, <laughs> or thick. You know the old paddy jokes. You know, to our that's not stereotype. That's just true. That's well, just true. That's not so true. down on me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what we do. We give the example. I'm giving the example. It's, I mean, it's giving me an excuse. It's giving me an excuse to say what I really think. But I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, but you've got the other beautiful ones as well. Some of them can be funny. You know, um, the Scottish one about being tight. You know, copper wire was invented about two Scotsmen fighting over a penny. And um, them being generally just small and aggressive. But it's, I think you've got a great way, you could actually write a set about that. If you look at stereotypes and flip it, you could end up with a very, very interesting set. Well, one of, one of my things is I always say, like, Celt, Celts are always kind of related. Um, we all start off as Irish, but when, when we lose the ability to drink, we become Welsh. 
And then when we lose our charm, we become Scottish. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, I've got to do some protest in the back there because one day we want to perform in Edinburgh and I'm not letting that just go in unanswered. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously not going to say I'm fucking Edinburgh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fucking hell. You know how Scottish people are made. I think you're so right, Gabe. If you look at if there's a stereotype about it, challenge it mm. and see if you can have fun with it. Um, because we can do it in Britain. You know, we we are the ultimate fucking racists. We are the ultimate racists because suddenly ginger is a new race. Um, suddenly where you Not went race. to school and who your parents are is something we can discriminate you for. Um, your hair color is not. A protected characteristic. Go fuck yeah, no, totally agree. But it's you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's fun to play with this thing. Uh, you know, class. Ginger's have no souls and smell of wee. They don't get to complain. <laughs> um, Twiglets and shame. <laughs> <laughs> because there are stereotypes about class, and that's something we ended up playing a great deal with. You know, when we were in the services, because it's automatically assumed that. Officers are Ruperts. They all went to public schoolboy places, had the tie, etc., etc. Yet here I am, a world's gummage reject. Um, and I was actually a commissioned officer. What a, a lovely story from when I was at Dartmouth. There was a, a rather posh guy that I did my uh, basic entry with. And the first time I spoke, um, in... was it you? <laughs> me posh mate I, there's no way i could ever claim that uh, but the first time i had to do some public speaking <laughs> how many Dartmouth, times do you say chap a day <laughs> <laughs> several several and um yeah we all had to give a little five minute lecture and there was a very well-to-do very posh very straightforward gentleman um and after i finished he turned around and went oh my god we're letting the lower classes into dartmouth and we just fucking fell apart. I mean, I, even I found it funny that you can end up playing that. Um, okay, so hopefully we've ended up telling our listeners what punching up, punching down is. Basically, go and challenge yourself. If you're trying to hurt somebody, it's not a fucking joke. But also, have a look at these areas and go, where can I make a really good joke by punching up rather than punching down? That takes us into a very nice little segue because this is all about punching down. We're going to finish off the podcast with nothing but punching down. The roast battle between Gabriel Murphy Ooh. and Sean Morris. Right, gentlemen. Five jokes each. Crack on. Let's roast! If you don't mind, I'd like to go first. Sure. You used to come in first, then it's fine. <laughs> If you don't mind, I, I'd like to go first because I do feel like if um, if Sean got my comeback, it would be considered a little bit incestuous. To be fair, Gabe, you're talking about family. You're so bad at being a dad, you adore your ginger stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional damage! You and me both know that's a lie. <laughs> uh, Sean looks like he'd be the, the worst person to do cocaine with. <laughs> I mean, Gabe, you are the image of toxic masculinity. So much so, your daughter licks Fanny. <laughs> John looks like he'd turn around and say, My mom died of shame. 
<laughs> oh man, Gabe, you're so bad at being a soldier. You were more used to the IRA in the British Army. <laughs> I like that. I fucking like that one. That was <laughs> Sean. Looks like he could be a, a vegan dildo. <laughs> Isn't that just a carrot? I thought it was a zucchini. Routine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gabe, the thing is about you, I don't think you're going to cut in this comedy, Marky. You're so bad at comedy, Maroon is funnier than you. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's bad. That's nasty. That's very cruel. Sean <laughs> <laughs> oh, would look more masculine if he lay down on his back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing as this is the last one... I'll finish by saying, Gabe, your retorts are shite, and you've been roasted so bad, the audience thinks you've just climbed out of Grenfell. Right, Jamie, who won that one? Sean or Gabe? It's a close call. It's such a close call. Uh, uh, it's, it's a given for me because one was just a masterstroke of writing, especially for the veterans community. The so bad at being a soldier, you are more effective for the IRA and the British Army. The I'm British sorry. Army. you got to give it to Sean on that one then. I, I'm sorry. And I'm saying Sean has won that one. The guy that hasn't gigged yet has won the race <laughs> battle. It looks um, like I'm fucking him off, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was some serious bow bowing coming there from Big Game. Uh, so we've ended up talking about talk, um, what is punching up, punching down. That was our first ever roast battle. So next week, I believe it would only be right if it's myself and Jamie roasting each other. We'll close up with that. So that means Sean and Gabe, you will be judging us. As with every episode. Judge you anyway. <laughs> Judge you anyway, yeah. <laughs> As with any episode, please just have a look at what stand-up comedy can do for you. If not, just fucking listen to us to have a damn good laugh. Uh, we'll finish off as we always do with our social media links and outro. So just enjoy yourselves, be funny, and until next time. If you want to see what we're actually like on stage, please have a look at our YouTube channel. Search for Project Comedy, Veterans Doing Stand-Up, and look for our black and white logo that's exactly the same as the one we use for this podcast. You can also now follow us on Twitter. We can be found at Proj Comedy. That's at P-R-O-J Comedy. I'm E.J. Saunders. I can be found on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter if you look for Comic J Saunders. That's all one word with the letter J in the middle. Comic J Saunders. Thanks again to everyone that's taken part in this episode. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Project Comedy Podcast. Please support our veterans as they continue their comedy journeys. To find out more, including gigs our veterans are doing, please search for the Project Comedy Group on Facebook, where you'll also find links to Project Recce, the veterans charity that makes Project Comedy possible.